Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You, the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Wazork. That's my brother, Matt. Feels good to be back to normal. No whining or sneezing by you and no awkward intro songs. Great job, Evan. There we go. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. We're here to bring you everything you need to know about college football in hopefully 15 minutes. Matt, let's get right into it. Week 9 recap. We set off wax. Great week to have a bye week. Great week to have a bye week. And let's talk Big Ten while we're at it. Couple of the big dogs out, Michigan and Ohio State, both featured buys as chaos went around went on around them. Minnesota got off to its first Big Ten victory, finally rowing the boat in some direction against Indiana, 38-31. Iowa fell to Penn State in Happy Valley, 30-24. Some controversial calls towards the end of that game. Northwestern. The medium Big Cats provided an upset over Wisconsin, 31-17. Sparty bounced back with a win against Purdue, 23-13. So by virtue of Sudoku, they have also defeated Ohio State. And Nebraska <laughs> gets its second win against Bethune-Cookman in a 45-9 route. Illinois somehow gets walked over by the power-hungry Maryland offense under their interim coach, 63-33. Thoughts on the Big Ten? So, yeah. Um, again, great week to have a bye week. I think um, – I, I, let's talk first about Michigan State-Purdue. Mm-hmm. Get to the upset in a second. Okay. I think um, Purdue, great offense. I kind of thought they'd score a little bit more um, considering yeah. what we saw with Sparty defense against Michigan two yep. weeks ago. But I think it's just the unfortunate case of – uh, Michigan State got crushed by Michigan. They probably went in the locker room and were like, yo, we are not losing this game. Similar to what we saw when Wisconsin played Iowa the week before. Wisconsin had lost to BYU, and the Badgers mm-hmm. were just not going to lose again. Um, so I'm sure a lot of Boilermakers went into Saturday thinking they'd get that W considering they beat uh, Ohio State. And, I, you know, you got to wonder, is there some residual, like, uh, you know, hangover, soreness, whatever. It was slow to get moving after defeating the Buckeyes probably a little bit this week. Yeah, yeah. I think definitely you're in, a, in an emotional letdown spot coming off of probably your biggest high in several years for a lot of those players. I guess, I don't know, but we thought also that Sparty was going to be coming out with a vengeance after the way that the you know yeah. their emotional week went with Michigan and the back and forth and then the, you know the press conferences went into Tuesday where there were still fines and there were still you know D'Antonio and Harbaugh are continuing to make comments about it we thought you know I mean continue Michigan poked Sparty in the eye about 25 times and then they ended up turning around and it was Purdue in their face and they smacked him absolutely so, with Hornybrook out moving to the oh I'm sorry to no, you're good. more you're than good. that or? yeah go I was going to move us over to the upset. Yeah, with Horny Brook out, how how much how much do you chalk it up to that? Oh man, I, the, I don't. I, I victory. How much? What What are your thoughts on that game? You put it on. What have you seen from Horny Brook? I would put it on. What have you seen from Horny Brook that tells you that him being out is the reason they went down? You know how many times Jonathan Taylor rushed the ball this game? Nine. Yeah, I mean nine rushes. You would think knowing Horny Brook is out ahead of the schedule 
you would plan for much more. I mean, even if, it, I don't know exactly when that decision was made, even if it was Saturday morning, you would think like, okay, we're going to run him a lot more. Um, kind of makes you wonder what's going on with that situation. But certainly I think you got to, you got to say it had some effect, you know, you're not having your starting. Oh, sure. That's, that's going to impact the game, but Wisconsin also has underperformed from what we thought at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Certainly from what I thought. Yeah. Their defense, I think, going into the season was thought to be, you know, probably two behind Michigan, maybe three behind Ohio State. Um, certainly, we have not seen that. No, and I also haven't seen the production of the offensive line from Wisconsin either. So, mm-hmm. I'm not as shocked about this. We are talking about one of them. There are only four Power 5 teams who have won nine of their last ten conference games. Who are they? Four, four teams? Just four. Nine of their last ten conference games. Well, Alabama's got to be one. Can't be Ohio State. Correct. Can't be Michigan. Correct. Can't be Wisconsin. I mean, so I assume Northwestern. It's Northwestern. And so Bama, um, Northwestern. Who are the two others? I'm going to guess. Could Oklahoma Oklahoma is one. You got one more. Yeah, okay. And then West Virginia. Ah, oh, come on, man. Clemson. Clemson, yeah. I mean, I don't know why I didn't think of that. Pat Fitzgerald, though. Good oh, job. That's a fun fact right there. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, certainly, you know, I, I think, I'm trying to recall exactly what my quote was, but I, I thought, you know, we were talking in our preview pod, I think, Northwestern's a decent team. They just drop, like, they always, like, win one big game, which this, I don't know if, this is it. Maybe they got a couple other in them, but then they always seem to like drop, you know, similar to Iowa. I mean, let's talk about Iowa real quick. Um, that's got to be upsetting for the Hawkeye fans everywhere. I think still like at Penn probably, State, you had some bad calls. Yeah. You know, not go your way. That should have, you know, who knows if you can, I don't, I don't see them getting into the championship game now. Oh, you I don't? It's still possible. Well, cause Northwestern's in, I guess if they went out, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Iowa and Northwestern have yet to play. But Northwestern's so, only loss um, is to Michigan, who's in the East. So, exactly, exactly. That's the real damning part of it. Before we move on to action, there was a report floated this week about uh, Maryland Board of Regents finding, like, not a to- a culture of toxicity, but just like poor decisions by the strength coach. DJ Durkin has to get fired, right? I don't see how he does. Well, what's taking so long? Yeah, that whole thing was weird, though. Like, so Why don't they want to do that? Is this like a Jason Garrett situation where he is like a sex tape of the Maryland president? Or, like, I don't understand. It made no sense to me, man. So what defi- what makes, like, a toxic culture? You know what I mean? Well, like, but, like yo, homie, you, you're How many charge. toxic acts and, and all this stuff was a toxic down. culture? Yeah. The, like, you know, forcing people to eat candy bars in the weight room, the watching animals get, like, ripped apart, like, throwing trash cans, like, this way over, like, this strength and conditioning coach reminds me of Latimer in the program. <laughs> I could see that. But Durkin hired that guy. He, not only... 
You hired somebody who put your players in an unsafe position, and it was so unsafe that somebody died. Yeah, and no, like, no. and like, okay, so you're not at the exact event when it happens, but like, don't tell me you didn't know. Like, ninety percent of that stuff was going on. Oh, I know. I find that very hard to believe. I, the only part that I credit Maryland is. You know, at least they didn't decide ahead of time how long the investigation was gonna land was gonna last and when they were gonna end it. Unlike uh, Ohio State, but <laughs> true. I don't know, man. It uh, he's got to get fired. I- I'm perplexed at how this is going on for this long. So agreed. You ready to go on to action? Let's do Let's it. Talk some action. So in the rundown, we got Ohio dominating Ball State, fifty-two to fourteen. Toledo rolled over Western 51-24. Akron over Central 17-10. Army defeated Eastern 37-22. NIU comes out on top out West 7-6. 7-6. What a snoozer. I was actually um, impressed with that. Know, Come I, on, man. They're on the road. No, you're I battling mean, a legit... I, I am, too. I'm just saying, my God, they gave But you're battling a, a legit FBS school here, man. True. I know. I mean, all crap to NIU. I picked them, dog. What do you... Like, so did I. Fair. Um, anyways, you know, I think the Toledo win over Western makes Buffalo Buffalo's win against Toledo a week ago look better mm-hmm. and better, man. Um, you know, looking more like... I'm I I still love the Bobcats. I'm still rolling with them, but I'm you know more and more. I'm like man, Buffalo. Um, that could be like a real dangerous team and a team that could easily win that championship. Oh, game. week, week you nine, know, you're finally concerned about Ohio. Welcome to the party, man. <laughs> I'm not. So the thing about Ohio, as they showed in their uh, game against Ball State, scoring 52 points, they can score points with the best of them in the match. I think. Buffalo's the real danger of Buffalo is they can actually also play defense. Um, right. But Buffalo's the class of this points, conference. But I think that's it's more not close. Ball State than, it's not that? close, man. To me, the terrible game was Akron over Central. A Central is atrocious, man. Like, yeah. come on, guys. Akron's not that good. <laughs> yeah. It, like, like that would that that seventeen to ten slugfest to me, that that ain't it. Mm-hmm. So in national, the, uh, our loss to Army for Eastern. Um, are we still going to say Eastern is the most surprising, most mm-hmm. improved MAC team at the end of the season? We're a little bit over half. I think Army's they pretty, four pretty and five legit. And two and three in the MAC. You don't? I mean, Army took down Miami overtime. No, I'm not saying necessarily like, oh, Army sucks. Well, dude, you're you're big on Buffalo. Eastern Buffalo was seven just... and one. Who's their one loss to? Army. I, I'm just wondering if Eastern is coming down to earth. We had well, I don't think they were ever elevated. I'm saying you're the most improved. You're the kid that works really hard in class. Now, you're not the A student. You're not the valedictorian, but you're a hard worker. Thanks for being a hard worker. I appreciate you raising your hand all the time. Thanks so much. That's Eastern. They keep raising their hand. They're going to be fine. They'll get a Mac play again. We'll get some wins going here. I'm still in for Eastern being Said the like hand raiser award winner. Said like a true teacher. <laughs> all right, let's talk national. Let's do it. App State finally gets ranked. First time as a uh, FBS school, and then as it snatched out of them, as they get dominated by Georgia Southern 34-14. to 
RIP App State. Southern Florida falls from the ranks of the undefeateds. Went down in a matchup that was not close. Houston, Major Applewhite, ran all over the place, 57-13. The uh, Dino Babers upset of the year has occurred, Evan. Syracuse takes down number 22, NC State, 51-41. Let's remember, two weeks ago, NC State was one of like six teams that were undefeated in NCAA, and they now have two losses. Gardner Mishnu led number 14, Washington State, over Stanford in Palo Alto, Alto, 41-38. Driving the field with 125 left remaining, Mishu finished the game with 439 passing yards and three touchdowns. Great comeback for the Cougs there. Jake Fromm leads Georgia in a rout at the world's largest outdoor cocktail party over the Gators, 36-17. You know, it's interesting about, so, you know, all these games you just read off. That App State, correct me if I'm wrong, Georgia Southern is a FCS school. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm, nothing like a ranked team going down to an FCS school. How do you think the Mountaineers feel about that irony? <laughs> Being most famous for downing a ranked Michigan team when they were in the FCS. I didn't oh, think boy. about that. That is the definition of irony. That's fair. Uh, I was of the that list. Well, let's go into this. I was most impressed by Washington State. But to me, hey, I'm a Big Ten homer, and if you don't get this and have been listening to this podcast, then you really just don't pay attention very closely. So this is coming from a very homer heart. But that, to me, the Georgia-Florida game illustrates how big of a pretender the SEC is. And I don't, I, I, I don't buy this at all. I mean this dead seriously, and we'll go round and round with who, whoever wants to in that, like, I have not seen anything from this conference except for hype from the media and AP voters that like your team is consistently ranked better than you actually are. Let's remember at the beginning of the season when Auburn was like one of the most highly touted teams in the conference. Like what happened to those guys? Texas A&M, um, you're a team that comes in ranked number 16, loses pretty handily to uh, a Mississippi State team. Let's remember that Mississippi State, Florida, who lost to Georgia, uh, oh, both those teams went down to Kentucky. And I know you're not on the Kentucky bandwagon, but Texas A&M at home had to take Kentucky into overtime to defeat them. Like, say what you – to me, Kentucky's got a lot of the most – if the SEC is that good, then Kentucky is the third best team in the SEC. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this a similar line of thought. Remember when, like, Missouri was like, there? people were like, oh, man, Missouri with that yeah. you know, high-octane offense going up against Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. this could be a real game. And then it obviously wasn't. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I, you know, you get this every year, I feel like. Some middling teams from ACC, SEC start moving, you know, getting wins. They start moving up, and they just get cut down. You don't need to be replaced by, the, you know, the next middling team behind them. Um, and then eventually, you know, towards the end of the season, it repeats itself. Like, I guarantee Auburn, if they keep winning, is going to, you know, what I mean? Like, rise back up, only to be cut down. You know, I mean, we see it every year. Yeah, so, I mean, I, like, conference by conference, I, I guess I misspoke there. You put Kentucky four, I guess. You go Bama, 
I don't know, LSU, Georgia, 2-3, then Kentucky? Mm-hmm. Okay. In the Big Ten, you would go some combination of Ohio State, Michigan, followed by Penn State, Iowa, right? Probably. Mm-hmm. Like, where do those teams... How does Kentucky match up against Penn State or Iowa? Do they win? That's not a slam dunk. No, I don't think so. I well, I also a big part of that question is where's the game played too. Oh, totally. Because I think if that game, if the Penn State Iowa game is in Iowa City last weekend, the Hawkeyes take it. Yes, agreed. But same for what we've seen in the SEC, and when they go on the road, it's tough, right? Kentucky's one loss. Mm-hmm. You lost to Texas A&M on the road. That's hard. Yeah, absolutely tough place to play. I mean, yeah. So we'll see how this plays out. Let's talk, while we're talking how teams are ranked, in the Week 9, a lot of movement. Great weekend for Michigan or Ohio State fans to be on a bye in that you could only move up, up, and up. Welcome to the party this week. Number 17, Houston. Their defeat over previously undefeated South Florida. Number 18, Utah State. Number 20, Fresno State. Number 21, Mississippi State. Number 22, Syracuse. Number 23, Virginia. And number 24, Boston College. We bid bon voyage to Washington, Oregon, Wisconsin, South Florida, NC State, Stanford, and App State. Evan, your takes on the rankings. Anybody need to take a beer run? Anybody underrated, overrated? General reactions. So I think my initial just gut reaction, you know, Houston and Utah State move into uh, 17 and 18 respectively in the Mm -hmm. AP over Iowa. When they're un like that seems like those seem like massive jumps from unrated last week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Goes from unrated to essentially almost ten spots ahead. Right. Um, and I think Iowa takes both those teams. I agree. I, I know the offense did not look good uh, Saturday. Nate Stanley. Um, you know the majority of their points were actually not from their offense. Um, but I, I think they take both those teams easily, home or away. Well, look at the teams in front of Iowa. I mean, while we're on it, like, I think Iowa goes all the Like, they should be 15 behind Penn State. I, I see them taking Utah. I see them yeah. definitely taking Texas. I, Texas, to me, was exposed as just an absolute pretender. And we talked about this last week a little mm-hmm. bit. But complete joke at their, you know, top five ranking. And when you lose to Maryland, you lost to the fourth best team in the Big Ten East. Get out of here. Then you lose to Oklahoma State, who's been so mediocre this year. Like, no. You are not a contender. In no way. No, good point, yeah. So, I get get beef with that. I think, man, I I was really disappointed, which we didn't talk about, in TCU. um, Going down to Kansas. David Beatty, three wins for the Kansas Jayhawks. Evan, that uh, Kansas... Football sweatshirt I'm getting you for Christmas is just going to look better and better. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> so give me a quick take on 4, 5, and 6 just because it's fun. Oh, let's do this, actually. We're uh, going to do college football playoff pick them, right? Rankings come out this yep. week for the first time. So uh, let's – you and I, let's do four teams. Are you ready for that? Is that cool? Okay. Yep. So where are you at? I mean, I think you look at um, 
Both the coaches poll and the AP poll right now are unanimous in their t- or they're actually unanimous in their top four. Uh, Alabama, then Clemson, then Notre Dame, then LSU. I think undeniably that top three. There's n- there's no real. I I mean they're all undefeated. I don't think you can uh, make an, a case against that. Um, I do think the four, five, six, like four, mm. the fourth slot could be given to teams right now ranked four, mm. five, or six, which is LSU, Michigan, mm. Georgia. You know, from a homer's perspective, of course, I want to put Michigan in there as a Michigan ultimate pessimist. Um, I don't want to put them in there. I would say right now I'd probably put LSU in based on, you know, some qual- what I think are pretty quality wins as well as um, just kind of like the the eye test, if you will, you know, mm-hmm. um, offense and defense firing on full cylinders. Not that necessarily to say Michigan's isn't, but I I think they have been they LSU have been much more consistent um, with their offense and their defense. I gotta agree with the analysis about the undefeated. I think if you're undefeated and you're not UCF, you are in <laughs> Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame. So then the debate definitely is in the four spot. And I think you can make arguments either way. Michigan's issue right now is that your best game is a close loss to the number three team. Yeah. And you lost to the number three team away by seven. So that could happen to anybody, right? Mm -hmm. Quality wins, though, based on the way the Big Ten's gone so far. Beating Michigan State, beating Wisconsin, Michigan State rivalry, like both those things are great. But at the end of the day, got to beat Ohio State, got to win the Big Ten, come out of the Big Ten. I still think they control their own destiny. So there's just a slew of one-loss teams we're looking at right now, even outside of LSU and Michigan, Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Washington State, Kentucky, and West Virginia. So all of those teams right now have a chance. Uh, Kentucky and Georgia are going to be up this week, so one of them is no longer going to be a one-loss team. We'll yeah. see how you know all those matchups kind of play out. Ohio State and Michigan have to play each other week of Thanksgiving, so we'll get this sorted out. But I agree with you. I think LSU's wins would put them slightly ahead in the four spot right now. There we go. We agree. We agree. All right. Tweet of the week. we got to hype our own people. Reddit college football preach on preach on preach on preach. Buffalo seven and one only lost to Army. I remind you that this is not coming from the fifteen minute U Nation. This is coming from the Reddit college football podcast. Somebody else sees the light about Maction. Buffalo top of the Mac East finally got one vote in the AP top twenty five. Will be a feature game this week on Tuesday night. Maction as they host Miami of Ohio at 8 p.m. on ESPN2. Worth checking out. Preach. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't. Evan and I talked about doing a Tuesday podcast. We can't, though. We're going to be too busy watching Maction on ESPN2 Preach. on Tuesday night. So let's talk this weekend. Spicking. Spicking. Speaking of games this week. You ready to pick them? Let's do it. Let's do it. A quick recap of last week, Matthew. We both went 7-5-1. and one. Not a great mm-hmm. week for either of us. Uh, if anyone's wondering what was No the blood, game, though, between us. No blood. Absolutely. If anyone's wondering what the push game was, is uh, Washington State versus Stanford spread was three. Uh, turns out Washington State won by three points. 
um, in a somewhat funny turn of events, you picked every Mac game wrong. Not saying I did great in the Big Ten, but you went 0 for a So I, I, I missed one Big Ten game. We got the rest right. That's been the story of the season, though, is that I cannot quite put my thumb on the pulse of the game. <laughs> Anyways, okay, going into this. Which should worry you in that we agree on four of six games this week. True. I actually didn't notice that, but now now I am nervous. Um, so, well, speaking of this week, so let's get into Big Ten, where we mostly okay. agree on games. Um, number eight, One big one. One big one, though. Number eight, Ohio State is hosting Nebraska. The line is 22 points in favor of the Buckeyes. We're both taking the Buckeyes. I mean, yep. Nebraska's awful. In Columbus. Yeah, no, in Columbus. Can't 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 uh, Wisconsin no. is hosting Rutgers. I couldn't find a line. So, from a no-line perspective, we're going Wisconsin. You'd be silly right. not to. Uh, UMD is hosting Michigan State. Uh, three points. They're giving it to Maryland. Uh, but we're both going to take Sparty on the road. I just yep. don't think three points that they're Michigan State's going to beat them by more than that. Uh, Purdue hosting number 19, Iowa. The uh, spread is two and a half points um, in favor of, weirdly, I think, Purdue. Um, oh, we actually disagree on two games. I'm just noticing. We disagree on this game. I'm taking the Iowa Hawkeyes. I think after last week's letdown, they're going to be out for vengeance. I think uh, Purdue might score some points, but I think Iowa will come away with the win. I think Iowa will come away with the win. I don't know if it's by more than two and a half. I see this being very close. Puts, I apologize. It's not that I've lost hope in the Hawkeyes. This is a tough back-to-back road stretch for them. They played at Penn State last week, kind of out of their comfort zone again at West Lafayette. We saw Purdue go down, but you know, away from home, I think they're clearly in the way that they played against Ohio State a lot more comfortable there. We've seen a lot better offensive production. This is a team that you know we were talking Northwestern earlier went back and forth with Northwestern on the opening week. So I, I like the Boilermakers. More so because they're at home, not to cover, not to win outright, but to cover the spread. Fair. I think a lot will depend on Nate Stanley. You know, he hurt his throwing hand in the game. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, but you're still rolling Hawkeyes. I'm still rolling Hawkeyes. I think if the spread was a little bit more, I might be convinced to take the Boilermakers. But okay. no. Going with the Hawkeyes. Uh, okay, number five, Michigan is hosting number 14, Penn State. Uh, spread is 11.5 points. Uh, in favor of Michigan, we are both taking those points in PSU. Although we're both saying Michigan's going to win outright, I just eleven. And I half wanted to take Michigan too much. For I just don't. That wouldn't be a good Michigan fan move. So I decided not. <laughs> Fair. I don't want to jinx them. Fair. Okay, Illinois hosting Minnesota. Spread is ten points in favor of Minnesota, which seems like a lot to me. But then I remember Illinois got blown out by Maryland this week. I'm like, oh yeah, that'll probably come true so we're both taking minnesota um the last game we disagree on uh at least in the big 10 northwestern is hosting number three notre dame oddly enough i think the spread is seven points it's uh in favor of notre dame seven just doesn't seem like enough to me uh that's why i'm taking notre dame you're taking northwestern it doesn't seem like enough you think notre dame rolls by more in evanston yes i i'm sorry i didn't know evanston was this like fortress it's not I, I have more faith in Northwestern. This is a team that was up 17. Now, Clayton Thorson played perfectly in that first half of that game. They're up 17 on Michigan, who lost only by 7 to 
to Michigan away, you know, and you, you love doing the common opponent thing. Mm, so true. I do. Michigan ends up defeating Northwestern by three. I don't see why Notre Dame walks away from them by more than seven. This is actually, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say, let's get risky. Let's lock this in as an outright win for wow. the Wildcats. I think there are some no. steps in which You're Notre not. Dame can falter going down, finishing out their season. And I've had this marked on my calendar. I think this is one of those games. And I think the Wildcats come out with this, not only covering, but outright. That's nuts. You're nuts. Why? They're not going to win outright, dude. The defense is too good. I, I, and hey, and uh, August teams are not September teams. September teams are not October teams. Northwestern is proving to be a pretty good October team. We'll and I haven't seen a ton out of Notre Dame that shows me you are a dominant team. You've survived this far, and you were a better – I think they were a better September team than Michigan. I would love to see that matchup again right now. Oh, agreed. Anyways, moving on to the math. Games we agree. Bowling Green hosting Kent. Spread is two points in favor of Kent. We're both taking Bowling Green. Uh, Buffalo. That line to me makes no sense. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that. I would lock that in. I really don't think nation. Vegas knows jump on some. Pick these lines is what I've discovered. jump on Bowling Green. Um, Buffalo is hosting Miami of Ohio uh, Tuesday night. Maction ESPN two eight o'clock. Love it. <coughs> Excuse me. Spread is seven points. It is in favor of Buffalo. I also don't think this spread makes a whole lot of sense. I'm taking Buffalo. I think. I mean, they play a lot of defense. And they can play some offense, and Miami doesn't do great at either. I think this is going to be more than seven points. Um, Akron is hosting Northern Illinois. Spread is five and a half points. Again, in a spread that I don't think makes sense. That's five and a half points uh, in favor of the Northwest Northern Illinois. Excuse me, Huskies. Uh, we're both taking NI. Why doesn't that make sense? You think I, it should be more? Yeah, I think it should be more. Same. Same. Uh, I think it's going to be easy for NIU to win by more than a touchdown in this matchup. Uh, and then last game we agree on in the MAC: Eastern is hosting Central. Spread is 13 points in favor of Eastern. We're both taking Eastern. Um, okay, two games we disagree on. Toledo is hosting Ball State. Spread is 14 points in favor of Toledo. Uh, I'm taking Toledo. You're taking Ball State. I just don't think, like, you know, Toledo's got this high-powered offense. I think it's going to score a ton of points. Um, and I just don't think Ball State's offense is good enough to even keep up, even with the lack of defense that's typically played in the MAC. In a reverse of college football trends, Toledo has not impressed me in the glass house this year and has really given up an, an unfortunate number of points. I mean, I'm thinking back to that Miami game and some of their other you know, earlier MAC games where – you're not playing a defense in a way that's acceptable. I mean, getting 14? This is a Ball State team that played with Notre Dame at South Bend. I, I'm i thinking Ball State, man. Fair enough. Okay, last game in the MAC we disagree on. Uh, Western is hosting Ohio. Uh, it's an even spread, which oh, that don't make no sense to me. Uh, I'm obviously taking the Ohio Bobcats, and you're taking Western. Yeah, you know I'm not a believer in Ohio, so... I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not about to be now. Even spread, I think. I, I like the home team here. So, rolling Broncos. Fair. Going on to games of national importance. Number 12, West Virginia is hosting number 15, Texas. The spread is one and a half points. 
Uh, it is in favor of West Virginia, and I am taking West Virginia. I think this is going to be a shootout. Um, in Morgantown, though, dude. In I think Morgantown, this is a blowout, man. I and, think it's a blowout. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be a shootout. Like, I think Texas might score like 28 points, but I think West Virginia is going to score in the 50s, so it's, it's not, yeah. not going to be close. Um, okay, two games we disagree. Number 11, Kentucky is hosting. Number 6, Georgia. The spread is 12.5 points in favor of... Of Georgia, I'm taking the Georgia Bulldogs. You're taking Kentucky. You've been a Kentucky hater all season, honestly, dude. It's it's unacceptable, man. They have wins against Mississippi State, Florida. You took Texas A&M to overtime. Give me the indicator that like you have no faith in them, and that at home they're going to lose by more than twelve and a half. You are outside your mind. I am not because they are about to do that. In fact, they're going to lose by fourteen to Georgia. No way. We'll see. They got a shot to win this game. I'm not going to lock it in the way that I locked the Northwestern one in, but like, I'm on the cusp of doing that. I, I think Kentucky wins this outright. Wow. You I can't believe here, you think that at home, Kentucky's going to lose by more than double digits to Georgia, who lost to LSU, who lost to Florida. So in your Sudoku method, also lost to Kentucky, who beat Florida. Uh Okay, you keep saying like at home about all these teams. I only give you at home credit if you deserve at home credit. What has Kentucky done at home that it like makes me fear? They've been undefeated this season at home. Okay, I mean, I I don't know. It's not like they played Alabama at home. You know what I'm saying? Well, they're playing Georgia this weekend. Number six. Let's go. This might change my mind. This game, I'm not seeing it right now. All right, last game, number four, LSU is hosting number one, Bama. Spread is 14 points uh, in favor of Alabama. I'm going to take LSU, although I think Alabama wins outright. I think 14 points is a whole – that's a lot for uh, this LSU team. Uh, I think it's just a touch too much. I see Bama winning by about 7 to 10 points. No, I don't think – I think this Bama train is on a different planet than the rest of uh, the FBS. I think they roll. I, you know, so I think – I would love to know who's playing quarterback, who's going to start right now, which I don't think that's been announced yet. You know, two has been uh, struggling with some injury, and I think um, – Oh, I think he plays in this game. I, I would bet that he would, but it's, it's currently a question mark, uh, which is mm-hmm. kind of why I'm leaning towards LSU. If, if – Jalen Hurts is like twenty six and two all time. No, I I mean I still think Bama wins, but I think uh when Hurts is in, they are it is in the realm of the possible to beat them. Uh at which point I think fourteen points is too much. It would not surprise me if they announced two is coming in later in the week and this spread changes. Yeah. We'll see. Even at fourteen though, I'm rolling tight. Fair. So we'll see. Great weekend in college football. Last weekend, great week coming up this week, starting with Maction Tuesday night. Thank you so much, folks, for tuning in. Let's know how the discussion goes. The water cool- cooler tomorrow morning. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. While you're at that water cooler, be sure to tell a friend and have that friend tell a friend. Remember, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at 15MinuteU. Thank you so much. Whatever you do this week, though, folks, remember, don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother.